Welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast, showing you the simple way of returning to God through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. If you've been looking for peace in life and want to be a part of the revival, you've come to the right spot. So sit back, relax, and return to God. So hello there, and we are live. Welcome to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast, showing you the simple way to be born again. Have peace in your life and be a son or daughter of God. And yes, we're being serious. It really is so easy to return to God if you're willing to realize first you're not God, knowing thyself by doing a silent prayer and to doubt every thought with patience. Today is September 29th. I'm so thankful you're here. My name's Jacob. I'm the creator and host of the podcast. This one's episode number 34, Your Spiritual House on Fire. And in this one, we talk about the three or four parables of this idea of the house being on fire, what that actually means and how to actually handle it. It's a little confusing, but if you've been on the process of waking up and you're feeling a little dark, like things are just being revealed to you and it just doesn't make any sense how it's getting worse and worse, well, hey, this is the great podcast for you. It's going to be short. So remember, we're here just to point you back to God, which is within, through forgiveness, knowing thyself, and doubting every thought. And of course, you don't have to. It's just I prefer if you didn't suffer and die, but that's always your choice. <laughs> so if you want that simple life, that peaceful life, you've come to the right spot. So we got about 15 minutes of this. So let's get this moving. Alrighty, in part number one, episode 34, your spiritual house is on fire. As I always say before I begin, I want you to know for yourself, really know things for yourself, not just because someone told you, someone like me, Roy Masters, Jesse Lee Peterson, Anyone out there who's telling you things and you just parrot what they believe, well, you're really no better. You really should know for yourself. Because if someone's using judgment or darkness or emotion or anything else that it feels like they want a reaction, understand they're probably not leading you to the light. You know, God is the light. He's not the darkness. And Jesus is not a peddler of fear. So the fear-mongering belongs to weak people. And the boys who do that weakness, who try to tell you the world is ending, they're a bunch of beta males. Beta males. <laughs> Just understand that God is within you. Within you. And now let's get into this a little bit. The spiritual house being on fire. You know, this particular episode is for those who have already done those three steps. They've gone to forgive. They've realized that they're wrong to judge because they're not God. They're people who are doing the silent prayer every morning and every night to know themselves. And they're also doubting every thought because the thoughts that are in their head are not them. And so if you haven't done those three steps, go to doubtoverythought.com to learn more. But if you have done those three steps, you may actually be experiencing what I'm talking about right now. You may actually be feeling like things are getting worse. Things just aren't improving. You're sitting there doing the silent prayer every morning and every night, and you're seeing more and more darkness. And that's what this whole spiritual house is on fire concept is going to be told to you, and maybe it will make some sense. So I have three different ways of how you wake up sometimes. Sometimes when you wake up, you're a child and you're in a room that's on fire. And when you first wake up and see this, it can be scary. You know, everything's on fire around you. There's all this darkness around you. You're such a horrible person, all this internal judgment, external resentment. You're seeing all this darkness. And what matters is in the response. And in this first example, the first parable, Many people, many children, many spiritual children who are just waking up, instead of getting out of the bed and getting to the door to get out of the house, they will just cover themselves up in the blanket 
and try to disappear back into the physical realm. You'll try to disappear by drugging yourself with illegal or legal drugs to quiet those thoughts, to try to tell yourself you're not awake, that you're doing the right thing. You'll try to have sex out of wedlock. You'll eat yourself to exhaustion. You'll eat yourself to death. You'll work yourself to exhaustion. All these physical things to try to deny the spiritual truth that you've seen and now you can never unsee. Sounds pretty intense. And so many people do this. And this is actually true in many uh, many house fires. Many children will just cover themselves up and then the fire will engulf them and then kill them in the bed. It sounds intense, but it's real. And it applies spiritually as well. Think of a time when you were a child. You know, there may have been darkness in the room or a monster under the bed. And what did you do? You know, some kids will get out with a bat and start swinging. <laughs> I got to respect those kids. But kids like me, I remember this experience. Maybe you went through this too. Is you will cover yourself up to try to make the problem go away, to shrink your reality. And it's a very young, childish response. And as we grow in the physical realm, we learn how to handle things. We learn to get out of bed and address it head on, if you're an adult. But in the spiritual realm, we must do that too. So in that first parable, that first story, the kid woke up. You are that child in this case. And then you're looking around at what's happening and you decide to cover up and the fire engulfs you and you suffer. And if unfortunately you may die. So in part two, we'll talk about the second parable of waking up. Welcome back. Now we're talking about the second parable of waking up in the spiritual house that is on fire, which is within you. So as a child, you wake up again. You see the fire around you. And for many people, they then say, I can do this. They believe their thoughts in the head that says, hey, if you get to the door, you'll be free. Nothing to worry about. This is the only problem you have. Trust me, just get to the door. And so you take off those covers. You don't worry about the flames around you. You rush to the door. You swing it open, there's fire in the hallway. There's fire in the kitchen, there's fire in the stairwell, there's fire everywhere. And in that moment, your thoughts then flip on you. They say, look at this, I was wrong. Now everything's on fire, this isn't even worth it. Why did I even think about this? Why did I even get out of bed? Why did I even try to wake up? Man, I wish I could just stay asleep. And some people in this case are believing their thoughts. Many times when you wake up, you will see more and more truths about yourselves and about those around you, and you'll resent it. And that's what's happening in this case. You'll think that you've handled it in the short term. You'll think that, okay, if I get to this door and open it, I'll be free. You're just believing those thoughts in your head, which is coming from Satan. Shame on you. How dare you? <laughs> no big deal, though. For some people... They may then decide to fall back to step number one, run back to the bedroom, throw the covers on, and just try to immerse themselves into debauchery, eating a bunch of food, spending all their money, just losing themselves to the physical realm again. And you can do that if you want to. You know, that's the freedom you have. You have the freedom to follow God through this darkness, through this fire, into the light. Or you can just believe your thoughts. As they say, Satan, I think, the, what was it, the... Uh, Greatest trick that Satan ever pulled was making him believe that he doesn't exist. 
That's happening in your case. You're believing your thoughts again. Remember what we say, doubt every thought. So in this second parable, you understand you've woken up. Wonderful. You've forgiven. You're crushing it. You know, you're knowing thyself. You're sitting there in the silent prayer, actually getting to know who you are. And you're trying to doubt every thought, but you let some thoughts in. And then when you get to that door and open it, you see how there's just more fire and flames. You try to predict the future about when it would be over. How dare you? So that's kind of the second parable of some people who wake up. But if you decide to walk through the valley of death, you'll be able to get there in the third parable here. The third example where you wake up, you see the fire around you, your thoughts are trying to tell you, oh, you know, go hide, hide. Oh, just run to the run to the door, open the door, it'll be fine then. And you're doubting every thought. That's wonderful. As a spiritual child, you're crushing it. You get to the door, you see more flames. It doesn't bother you though, because you know you just need to keep on going. You're seeing more and more truth in your environment. You're seeing what it actually is. You're facing it head on. And you keep on walking through these flames. Maybe you're covered up. And eventually you start to actually see the light. You start to feel that peace, that truth. And it's because you had the faith to keep on walking, to trust that the path was going in the right direction, that you're trusting within you. That's the key thing here. You're not looking to other people to find this salvation. You're looking within. And you got out of the spiritual fire. And in part number three, we'll kind of talk about some of the resentment that may happen. But really understand, have that faith, and get out of that fire. Welcome back to Doubt Every Thought, episode number 34, Your Spiritual House on Fire. So up to this point, we talked about the three different examples of how some people, when they wake up, they decide that they don't want to wake up, even though they've already been shown the truth. Some people decide to wake up and they say, oh, it's only going to be really quick and short. They believe their thoughts. And then they get scared when they see the actual truth that's out there. They run back and then they suffer and die. And then the third example we gave is somebody who has faith, who decides to walk through this fire with God and gets outside the house. And I kind of wanted to talk about maybe one example we didn't give was for the particular spiritual child that didn't wake up. You know, if you're actually looking outside a house and seeing somebody's house on fire and they die without waking up, you may try to convince yourself, oh, that person died peacefully. But you really need to understand that they were never alive in the first place that they were already spiritually dead. Just understand that those are the four key paths you can follow. Those who just suffer and die. Those who know the truth and don't follow. Those who know the truth, try to follow, believe their thoughts, believe the lie. They fall from grace again and they suffer more. And then you have those who actually keep on walking down the path with God and they have a peaceful life internally. Not saying externally, it's always going to be true. But one thing I've kind of noticed when people begin to wake up 
is that they will begin to feel bad because they're seeing how things are getting worse and worse. And it's their perception. They're believing that things around them are worse and worse, that it's getting worse-er. But what you need to understand here is that it's not that it's getting worse. It's that you are seeing more of the truth. It's always been that bad. Really reflect on it. You've been lying to yourself for so long about the truth that is within you. You've been believing the lie, the temptations from Satan, the thoughts, that you think when you start to see the truth and you see more of the truth as if it's getting worse, when in reality you're just expanding and seeing what's actually happening out there, what's actually happening within you. You're seeing how dark you actually are and how pretty you may not be. And don't get me wrong, this isn't judgment. We are all not very pretty when we first wake up, but we are all sons and daughters of God. You really need to understand this, that yes, it may be dark within as you begin to see more and more truth. You'll be able to see how bad you were, how you're having sex out of wedlock, taking advantage of people, being pride, having wrath, having anger, resentment, judgment. You may think that's who you actually are. Again, it's who you think you might be. And then if you start looking at the external world, you may dive into fighting against everything, trying to fix everything in the world. You'll try to be good versus evil, you know, reality TV show number 27, where you're trying to be on the political spectrum, trying to be that special person like, now I'm awake, now I can be the crusader in life. And you'll be judging again, but not yourself. And you'll be seeing how bad things are around you and you'll just get depressed or you'll have angst anxiety, be anxious, all those things. And just understand that all that's happening is the light is being shown upon the darkness. God is on your side. He is showing this darkness to you for a reason. So you can repent. And the way you repent is with patience. And you'll feel this guttural, godly pain come out from under you. And that's so important to not run away, to not run back into the house that's on fire just because it has short-term creature comforts, that the bed may have felt a little warm, that you may have felt safe under the covers. You're a son and daughter of God. You should be waking up. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. That's what's wonderful about this whole process. You can either wake up or you can suffer and die. So this is going to be a shorter episode, but I wanted to explain this four parables to you. The first parable, of course, the one who never woke up. The second parable is somebody who woke up and then decided to stay in their bed and burn. The third parable, of course, was the one who opened the door, thought things were worse, believed their thoughts, didn't have faith, and then burned. <laughs> and then, of course, the fourth one, which is where I hope you are, where I'm hopefully being there too, is we're on the righteous path, where you walk out of that burning house and you look back and you understand that's where I used to be, and I'm no longer there anymore. And then you can walk along the road towards salvation. It's that easy, guys. So if things appear to be worse, things appear to be bad, don't worry about it. Appearances can be deceiving, especially when you're believing your thoughts. So this has been the Daddy Thought Podcast, episode number 34, Your Spiritual House on Fire. My name's Jacob, and we'll get into a more positive episode next time on the Daddy Thought Podcast.